Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. My name is Nick Benson, and as always, joined by my brother, Justin Moss. Hi, Nicholas. What's up, Justin? How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm just happy to be here with you. Man. I am also happy to be here. Yeah, we got two weeks in a row, kind of feeling it. Right? We're rolling. Yeah. Episode 139. 139. Oh, I didn't write that on my sheet, but yeah, it Listen, is 139. I, I actually, um, I was thinking of Psalm 139. That's why I remembered that. Oh. Episode 139. No, actually, but it is a here and now. And here on this Preserve and Illuminate podcast, we like to talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. And uh, with this topic, it's always <clears throat> questionable because we can sometimes, uh, when you think of here and now, our minds or sometimes our deceitful hearts will take us to places that uh, doesn't preserve and illuminate. And Ooh. our, Uh-oh. our uh, you know, our, our call for this is to, to give Jesus all the time and not... Uh, mm away from that so here and now and and you were you were the one that uh, suggested this topic so it is fitting to to give you the first crack at this so here and now what were you thinking yeah i just i just want to give uh the the, the podcast producers uh, nick and justin a shout out uh, because they finally kind of a little bit got their act together where the person that picks the topic is the one that it gets thrown to they'll, they'll mess up next week <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, actually uh there won't be one next week oh yeah, see you already yeah, yeah he quit <laughs> i messed that up now the rotation's the off <laughs> um but a here and now um was on my heart for for a couple of different reasons. Um, one, we haven't done one in a little bit, and I, th- I think we we had a good little rhythm when we did like one every four or five, mm. and I think it's been a little bit since we've done one. Um, but also because you know there's been some some recent things uh, in the news, and then that we've experienced in our lives that you know probably warrant you know just a, a, a speak from the heart moment, and maybe not necessarily pure uh, topical. <laughs> um, but for me, you know, it, it's, it's, it's been on my mind just about like hope, having hope, um, for what, you know, what our future is as Christians versus the hope that we have in man, in our country, in the world. Um, because recently I was, uh, I've been, um, you know, at the end of the night, you know, I try to, you know, catch up on like, you know, a little bit, a little bit of news and a little bit of what's going on. There's a couple of podcasts that I'll listen to uh, that bring the news. And then, uh, there was a sh- uh, TV, um, channel that I found that really, they do nothing but short and long, um, expository, um, approaches to like all kinds of things. So they did one on like crypto, they did one on AI, they did mm. one on solar, and I'm watching these things and in these people's minds, as they continue to venture about, you know, pushing the envelope forward, they're putting their hope in the success of these things. Yeah. The odd things about those is each of those, all of them recognize like it's some portion of failure. <laughs> so the solar one was like, Hey, there's no U S based manufacturing solar company that has been successful. All crashed. There's no hope. <laughs> However, we can still get solar. It just has to get made in China or 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 India. Uh, and then AI, right? The, the 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 biggest fear of AI is like when are the robots gonna gonna kill us? Like the Terminator, right? When <laughs> when is the robot gonna get smarter than us and and then kill us? Uh, and then crypto, you know, because it's a deregulated platform of uh, of of you know money, money yeah. but not only money, but transactions really, okay. yeah. um, transactions and problem solving <laughs> in 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 its base. Um, that people can't 
can't control it and it becomes less and less tangible. And then the, uh, you know, the fall of a couple, a couple of companies really exposed the volatility of it. And there may not be any hope in that, uh, as the world tries to, you know, figure out what the, what the currency base is going to be. So each of those, the hope was, there was no hope. Right. But as I'm watching this, it's like, well, that, that's, that's sad. Right. But then you think about, it, well, my hope isn't in that. Mm-hmm. My hope is in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know I've been saved and I know where I'm going. So I know how this ends. Right. But do we allow that to fully frame our approach, our walk, our day to day? And that's where it becomes a little bit tough. So for the here and now, that's, that's kind of what was, what was on my heart. Uh, I'm going to just read ver- uh, Psalms 118 uh, verses eight through nine. Uh, but I really did want to focus on Psalm 27 later, but Psalms 118 uh, verses eight through nine, it says, this is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And and it says, it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's two things, right? Man being man, the flesh and the things that man are doing. And then the princes is, is like that hierarchy, but because it's a prince and not a king, it's almost the younger future approach to what could be. Because a lot of us are attracted to the new things, which is really what those little episodes were showing. Like, this is new. This is new. This is new. This is the future, right? Solar is the future. Crypto is the future, right? All these things are the future. But the fact of the matter is, like, that's not our future. Jesus is our future. Mm -hmm. Those are short-term things. Those are princely things. Those aren't kingly things because Jesus is our king. Yeah. Like, princely things, not kingly things. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, newsflash, right? Um, Money uh, fleets. Uh, anything we recreate is, that, in fact, that a recreation that does fail. It's, a, it's an imitation. Um, and then, what was the second thing that you, you mentioned? It was money, M- money, uh, solar, panel. solar, and AI. AI. Okay. And then, newsflash: technology is already killing us. Yeah. AI is a, a more intelligent version of technology in a form of, uh, you know, anything you can put into it. Like you said, robots are uh, writing things for you or uh, doing your work for you. So it's replacing man, trying to replace uh, God's creation, which Mm -hmm. is, which is us. Um, And I've, I struggle a lot with how technology, these quote unquote smartphones are, are thrown around and given to anybody and everybody. Because I think, it's, it could be a weapon, and I think some people shouldn't be allowed to have them or be allowed access to things until they are proven to be able to do mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, just off top of my head, like giving a phone to, a, you know, an under 10-year-old to, that has free range of the Internet, you, you know, or, or social media or apps or things like that. It's completely dangerous because uh, the, the enemy is all up in there, and he loves to rob, steal, kill, and destroy, and he would love to still. Uh, children's innocence before you know the innocent part of them before uh, they're fully aware and able to uh, comprehend what choices they're making or what things they're looking at because you can't unsee things you can't undo things so um, technology's been killing us for a long time and money's been it's you know root of uh, all kinds of evil right mm-hmm. that's what the bible even tells us jesus said that so it's it's something we always have to be on uh, guard up against but the the solar panel you know the the creation not not solar panel being the bad thing but just man trusting in things that we make yeah. and uh 
not taking the things God has given us in the earth and trying to recreate them uh, above earth and trying or above ground, I guess you would say, and 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 think that it would outlast anything that God's given us here naturally um, is is funny to me because it's just an imitation of what God has already given. So why not just take the original? Like, mm-hmm. Why not be original? Why not just rest on what he's given us? Why do we try to recreate things? So yeah, the, the hope that humans, the things that we put our hope in is all things that are here today, gone tomorrow. Like the here and now for today is to know that anything that you can grab or, or grasp at here is going to be here today, but it will be gone uh, tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, it's easy to say and easy to uh, tell your children. It's easy mm-hmm. to tell others, but yeah, when it comes time for us to actually make those decisions and to walk, uh, accordingly and have that hope in us, um, and not let things overtake us or overwhelm us, um, is hard to do, you know, especially when things seem impossible, but, you know, and I'm, I'm here to say that God is good and he's faithful, and he's proven to me, and he has, he, Pastor David said something on Wednesday, which then I wrote it down in a short version, and it just says, um, we're owed judgment, but grace is given. Mm-hmm. And anything, the fact that God even is willing to hear or listen to us is a, is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And we take that com- completely for granted and run around like we're the ones that are doing everything or the ones that are creating or the ones that are in control. And then when we get popped in the nose, right? That's what Mike Tyson said, right? Mm-hmm. You know, all the plans go out the window as soon as you get hit in the nose. Cause at that point you got tears in your eyes. You don't, you kind of, you're hurting, you know, you don't, you, it wasn't part of the plan. And that's what life will do to you, especially the things that you put those false hopes in and you put the hopes in the hope in the things that are here today, gone tomorrow, when it gets flipped upside down, those are the things that are the first things that are going to fall away. And then what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. The great theologian, Mike Tyson, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like he, he, it's so true though. I mean, and he meant it in like a worldly like oh, fighting sure. type of situation, but it's, it's completely applicable to, to life. For you know sure. what I mean? Because we in the flesh have a plan, right? And, and sometimes we're able to, execute on these plans and get to a point where like oh look at my plan uh but eventually you're gonna get punched in the mouth yeah you know what i mean you're gonna get punched like it's gonna happen um but i i i, I like what you i like what you said about like technology because the more we use it like the, the more dependent we become yeah. on it you know what i mean to the point where like you and i were talking about this several years ago but like when we open our phone like our finger is going somewhere like right away mm-hmm. like it's going there like you, you you don't even realize it right and then you yeah, know if you don't believe it move that app yeah. from your screen yeah move that app from your screen and, the, and then see what you hit the dumb spot yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> and, and see what you hit because you open your phone and you naturally yeah. just go there and you might in your mind be like okay i want to check the weather but you're like oh my gosh i just opened up my email <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, right? And you got to yeah, back out and go. Sure. So, so it, it's it's proof that it, it dumbs us down, but also there's it's creating like grooves in our brains for mm-hmm. processes and how we work as humans that we just continue to do it, and deeper and deeper it gets to that it's so hard to break, and that that is inclusive of us leaning on technology mm-hmm. and 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 using that to uh, to to help us. Which in part, there's nothing 
inherently wrong with it, but it's how you're using it and what you're doing with it. Right. right. Because it comes down to, you know, are these things killing and wasting your time where you should be, where you should be doing something else. Now for us, you know, as, as, as Christians, we have to be mindful of those time wasting activities, what we're doing with them and what's taking our time. Um, and we were kind of having a conversation about this before the podcast, because the enemy, the, one of the enemy's greatest tricks is, is wasting time. Absolutely wasting time, just taking up your time. And I'm not, I, I, I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way. Cause I don't mean it in a, in, in a bad way because there's nothing wrong with these things, but you just have to watch how much time you spend. So social media is a big one, entertainment, watching TV, sports, all these things. Um, because those are, those are things that, you know, one aren't challenging your, your, your mind, mm -hmm. right. You just, you can just sit there and be entertained. Uh, but two, you're still consuming things, mm -hmm. right. And those things that I mentioned, like social media is one of like the most dangerous things. Like when you, when you root cause and do research about what social media is and how the people that run those platforms and what their opinions are mm -hmm. and how they are censoring what you're being able to see, like, you know, just, just that as an example, right? If you, if you haven't done this, I encourage you to do it, but go look at your settings on your specific social media apps and just look at how many, like one, the list of how many things are on there. It's not only like your location, but you're tracking uh, your microphones on like what, like, why is your microphone consistently on your cameras consistently? Like all these things are consistently on, right. Yeah. For your social media. And it's not because it's not, this isn't while the app is open. No, a hundred percent all right. the time. Yeah. You ever wonder why you get those ads popping up of the things you talked about the day before? Yeah. You're being stuck. It's because your microphone, your microphone's on. Yeah. Lovely. Like, right. Lovely. <laughs> but those things, like if you think about that and how those things are being censored and tracked, this all goes into AI, by the way, mm -hmm. but how those things are being censored and tracked and why would you, why would you give it that much ammo, right. Mm -hmm. To be used against you really for now, it's just consumerism. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is like, you know, your, your phone isn't the only thing listening, right. So is the enemy. Right. So when we look at what we're doing and where our time is best spent, it should be, you know, honoring the Lord. There's nothing wrong with hanging out. There's nothing wrong with, you know, watching TV and watching sports or even using social media. We just have to be careful about our intake and what we're doing with it. Yeah. That's why I was, that's why I implied that somehow, some way you have to get to a, a level of discernment to be able to be even allowed to get certain things, right. you know, like maturity, right? Maturity levels yeah. of, you know, we're, we're worried about, you know, certain age limits to allow guns, you know, and, and the, the, the purchase of a gun, but yet we're giving cell phones to eight year olds, you know, yeah. what's more damaging in the long run. Like, yeah. you know, the kid can't buy a gun until he's 18 anyway. So he's got 10 years of that phone in his hand of just ruining his mind or making him even think of things to do when he finally does get a gun, you know, and plot and whatever, you know, the, the, the when we're left to our devices, especially ones that are quote unquote <laughs> smart, uh, we can get ourselves in a lot of trouble yeah. and, um, it's, it's better for us as the grownups to start where we can, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, like everyone, we can point a finger and be like, that's the problem with society or that's the problem with culture. That's it, it's ultimately everybody's wicked. That's why mm -hmm. everyone's got a sinful nature. And unless we, um, have something that is 
unmovable to rest on, we will be a, a, like a wave. We'll be crashing or we'll be coming back to then crash and coming back. Like we'll just be all over the place. Um, but that's why we as believers, we set all of our doing, all of our application on what the word says. And it's mind blowing to me, you know, as a 41 year old, how many, wow. many years I need to say something. Old, yes, getting there. Um, there was a lot of years where I thought the Bible was an old book or a thing that was ir irrelevant or made up even. And then as I got to reading it more and as I've seeked, seeked God's face on a daily basis, he's revealed to me of so many, so many little nuggets of wisdom and knowledge that are uh, fully applicable to today. And it just... One, it reestablishes and reaffirms my faith because of how alive the Bible is. But when, I, when I'm able to share with someone an answer or a solution to something, and I don't say a Bible verse, but it's a biblical principle, and they're like, wow, that's mind-blowing. Like, how did you come up with that? And I'm like, well, you know, actually it says in God's, it says it in the Bible. And right. they're just like, what? Like, they're even mind-blown because they're like, how did the Bible tell you that? I'm like, you would be, you know, you'd be mind blown what you can learn if you read something not, mm -hmm. rather than looking at something. Mm -hmm. um, and that was something I took a long time for me to realize because I was I loved looking at stuff. Magazines, you know, growing up, I would choose, you know, a Sports Illustrated over a book to read. You mm -hmm. know, book reports came along. I would try to find the, mm -hmm. the easy reads, you know, the uh, but now I've learned that. As if we just keep, stay consumed with the things of this world, we're going to be worldly. Our reactions will be worldly. Our, our children will be worldly. Uh, our wives will be worldly. Our lives will be worldly. Yeah. Um, but when we set our hope on this, on God, on Jesus's word, on his, we anchor our souls to the throne room of grace. What? Did you say anchor our souls? Yeah. Wow. That. New King James Version? No, no, no. I, ha I, have, I have that verse today. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the Holy Spirit works. Amen. But yeah, he is our anchor. He is, mm -hmm. he is the reason we even have access to, to God. And, and he's the only thing that will sustain us through the craziest storms. That's why he is an anchor. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that point that you were making even about like having that discernment, is, is, is super important but that's why like i i, I think it I, and maybe you remember who it is who said it um i thought it was charlie kirk but i might be wrong um but he said giving your kid a cell phone is like giving him a, a gun mm. a loaded gun excuse me a loaded gun i don't know who said it but i, I agree yeah because i i I see, I see the resemblance. Because the access, the yes. access to everything For that they sure. have is, you know, it's so, it's so dangerous and there's no void of you filtering it. There's no filters for it. You know what I mean? Like Jordan just got a phone. Like, yeah. I mean, like four months ago, maybe. Yeah. But he's got a phone that like only a four-year-old right. <laughs> can operate. You know what I mean? It's the thing cricket. is locked down. Big number. <laughs> no, big numbers and. No, it's, it's a, a flip it's phone. It's a handheld, but it's got a rotary dial. Oh, like, nice. you can't even press There's no a digits. string connected to it. It doesn't even go out the house. <laughs> it's just got a long cord. I got you the extended it cord. Get him just to school. And yeah. if, he, if he walks on the sidewalk of school, like, it's all, it's all tugging on him. So you can yank him back, I can too. Yank huh? him back and reel <laughs> it on in. Wow. That was great. But, you know, it's like you, you, 
you you do have to be careful and it's it's not it's not that we don't we don't trust him but no we, but but we don't trust the thing around him you, you know what i mean yeah. and 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 like you know our 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 boys are the are the same age right and you know praise god that you know they're they're they're, they're good kids mm -hmm. you know what i mean but that's not because of us we've tried right i'm sure you know we failed i failed nick has it nick's perfect nick yeah. has it. I've, I've failed um but at the same time you know it's their individual relationship with the lord that it's on us as dads to make sure that that is the focal point of all the things that they're doing in their life mm. like where are you at yeah. how's your walk you know last night jordan and i were in the same room having mm. a conversation you know about how he's doing how you doing man you know what's going on with you mm. and having those conversations um because of, if if we don't flesh those things out and like you said give them that room to have the discernment and have somebody to talk to and have the ability like these poor kids are just they're left to their own vices mm. you have, i have a granddaughter she's not even two and she like knows like you know she likes to watch the videos and miss rachel and all these little things but like she knows how to switch the video how to sort through them she can't talk mm -hmm. you know what i mean she like barely gets like a couple of words out she makes noises but you know they're not words but she knows how to like get through it you know what i mean she's like oh skip the commercial nope not that one that one this one like she knows <laughs> like our our minds and our brains and our capability like she like she knows but the problem is she's like one swipe from something you would never want her to see and once it's seen you can't you can't you can't hit the rewind button right. you can't hit the erase button. it's it that's it mm. you know and you know, when we look at all the things that are taking place, like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, why this was on my heart, um, all the things that are taking place around us, like this is like a pretty, pretty wicked, wicked world. And something that that truly opened my eyes uh, even more was, I don't know if you saw it, but Tucker Carlson did that interview with Putin. Did mm -hmm. you see it? I haven't watched it. No. Okay. So he did an interview. I heard with, of it. Yeah. So that part didn't, you know, the, the interview was. It, it was interesting mm -hmm. and I watched the whole thing and it, it was quite interesting. Right. And you, you truly have to take everything, you know, at face value, especially <laughs> when, you know, you're dealing with somebody like, like, like Putin, but mm -hmm. more importantly, what the videos that he had before that, the experience that he had before that, and then what he documented while he was there. I don't know if you've seen any of those, mm -hmm. but he, um, he does a couple things. Like he goes grocery shopping. They're like, how much is, groceries here and they, they did grocery shopping so he bought what would have been about four hundred dollars worth of groceries over uh, over here and it was only a hundred dollars over there like how is that possible mm. and he said everything was clean everything was nice the food was good didn't see graffiti and all these things that we see in our country and it was like well well, well why right why is that so different and, it, and i just realized that like we're in a bubble here right and we don't realize that there's other other things that work around us right but the, the 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 point that i'm making is that you know when when we begin to only listen to what we're being told like we we start to push out god and just mm -hmm. say okay well this person said this and this person said this and not have a wide open aperture with a filter of god right so we just ingest these things mm -hmm. and then take them and then void of like fact checking everything through the word of god mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> we're falling prey to these things and then obviously you hear something like that and you're like oh my gosh there's no hope for our country mm -hmm. well there isn't because <laughs> we all don't believe in jesus <laughs> yeah yeah no morality <laughs> anymore right 
but the and again this isn't this isn't we're not a political podcast we're not even you know uh, uh an outlet for anything like that you know what i mean but my point is that this is about our hope and where our hope is placed right it shouldn't be in our country right right you know we are far departed from what our our, our beginning was you know we're, we're we're definitely not one nation under god we're a divided nation with some christians in it mm-hmm. right and I'm being honest and you know it's on us the remnant to really hold the line mm-hmm. and not in a in a brash or you know um in a rude way but we 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 have to be that salt and light and show people that there is hope and that hope is in jesus it's not in anything else now there's people that are representing us you know in certain arenas that we should be praying for but we have to have that 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 hope and be that light for them as well right yeah and pray for them right yeah man you uh you segued right into what i wanted what i what i felt led to talk about for this episode for here and now was was the the belief in what so and so said you know people are are caught up in audio bites and caught up in sermons from questionable teachers right mm. quote unquote teachers um and it's it's tainted the word you know and not the word as far as what god's word says but it's tainted what people are are receiving as god's word so mm. they're they're being told and the, and i'll be specific and i i, I think people are having a field day in quote unquote calling themselves Christians in a Christian realm, a Christian church, with abusing grace, mm-hmm. with abusing what Jesus <laughs> did for us, but then telling others that it's okay to abuse it as mm-hmm. well. What you what decisions you make personally, your own walk. That's between you and God. And I'm not perfect by any means. Mm. By any means. You're not? No. Oh. And, and so I, I say this from a convicted heart from myself. But at the same time, it has to be said. Because there, there's people in churches, even people behind the pulpit in churches, telling people they can do what they want with in different words um, that is contrary to what God's word says mm-hmm. and that they will be covered by grace. If they ask for repentance, they will, you do receive forgiveness when you ask for repentance, but no one knows when that last and final breath would be for anybody. So if you run it, like I can do whatever I want just cause I'm going to ask for forgiveness right after I do it there is a high chance you will be called to Jesus's face before you have that opportunity to repent from that final sin, mm. from that final thought or that final push away of God. Because if you're having a thought in your head, I shouldn't be doing this, that's the Holy Spirit telling you not to. And if we're blowing past all the Holy Spirit's you know, warning signs or speed bumps to get to what we want, we have now made ourselves God. And Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, 
says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Sorry, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is a, the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So to think that you can cheapen God's grace, cheapen the death of Jesus, the sacrifice he did for us by saying, it's okay, I'll just repent afterwards. <laughs> you, you are now making the gift of God yourself. You, you are now taking the gracious gift God has given us and basically just throwing it back in his face or hitting it back up and saying, I got this. Mm. Don't worry, I'll just repent before I, before I die. I, no one is guaranteed that moment. People have had it. People get that opportunity. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. But I'm not saying anyone should be chanting eternity on that thought or that base of I'll just repent beforehand. And I bring this up because I've had multiple conversations within the last few weeks with people that believe they can do what they want because Jesus said he will forgive them. And they've completely watered down Jesus and using his name in a vein that's not honorable and has completely cheapened his grace. And I'm sure it's a story of very long time. This is a, a tale of, of the ages, right? Like people have taken advantage of God's grace. But the last couple of weeks, I've noticed that there's been a lot more of it in people that call themselves Christian that a flat out say, I'll do what I want because I'll just ask for forgiveness afterwards. This is, uh, this is what I'm passionate about, Nick. Um, and you, you know me pretty well by now, right? There's some things that like, I just, you don't play with, right? Mm. I'm going to read something from uh, Hebrews that I actually read a couple of days ago, just in my daily reading that, um, it, it, it's like a, it's like a spiritual shake and shout because of what this says. And we're not going to get into, can you lose your salvation conversation? Um, but if you ever are wondering about that, then you, then, then you got some work to do. Right. You're saved or you're not. And you know it, you right. absolutely know it. Right. Yeah. But like you said, to cheapen the grace of God, to put Jesus back up on the cross, whenever you feel like you want to mm. is stupid. Mm. That is one of the most dangerous things you could ever do. Mm. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to read this real quick. Um, because when I read it, I was like, Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so what's Hebrews chapter six, uh, I'll read, uh, verses four, uh, five and six. Okay. And it says, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. <laughs> so this is talking about you living in sin, returning to the vomit, mm. returning to the vomit, mm. and then going, yeah, it's okay, you know what, I'll just go back and repent. But this is saying, if you, if you, if you do that and you come back, you might not be able to come back. There might be, there that might was, be nothing left. That was the picture I got. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And yeah. when I read that, I was like, Oh yeah. 
And how do you explain that to people? Because um, it these people and and they're they're regurgitating what they're hearing from quote unquote pastors. Well, loose term, yeah, yeah, yeah. loose use yeah, yeah, of that yeah, term, yeah. but but yeah, people that are leading unleading churches to pe- to oh, they're leading them yeah they're leading just, them in the wrong direction that's true yeah the, yeah. the totally leading them to a man idea yeah. and i feel like a lot of the times that man idea is because man is trying to cover up or trying to sugarcoat their own sin at that point you know and and it's we're told not to stumble god's children mm. so like i said making your own decisions is one thing but then to tell others they can do that is what has really bothered me the last couple weeks that people like that's where it's like i feel like the sons of thunder where i'm like just strike them like right now those those particular ones that are, are, yeah they're getting away Bring with down fire and brimstone on them let's get them yeah because they're getting away with murder you know like they're they're being allowed to t- teach a false doctrine and, and make people think they're okay in their sin and then it it cheapens the fact that God sent his son to die for our sins. And people are just running around like, it's okay. I'll just do what I want because it feels good. And then at the end of the night, I'll pray and it's all good. Or on Sunday, I'll go and pray and we're all good. That's, a, like you said, cheap grace. Um, somewhat of, and this isn't a holistic statement, but somewhat of like the Catholicism approach that you can, you know, you can, you can do what you want during the week and then just come back and mm-hmm. then repent and pray. Right. And you get these prayers and then you're, 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 you're washed clean. It's, it's by the blood of Jesus that we're washed clean. We have no right to put him back on the cross or to cheapen his grace <clears throat> or to even think that what he did is so that we can go and sin more. He does not say that. Every person, he says, go and sin no, no more. Right. Go and sin no more. Don't ever return to this. Don't ever do this again right. because I just did a miracle before you. Yeah. Don't sin anymore. And these are healings that he did, physical healings for these people that he did, casting out demons for these people that he did. And he's telling them, don't, don't go and sin no more. So, you know, when somebody is, is, is lessening the value of what Jesus did on the cross to propagate their own personal agendas. Like I, and, and, and this is, <laughs> this is a thing that like, for me, that verse comes to mind and just these words is this last portion of these words says, depart from me. I never knew you. Mm. I never knew you. Yeah. You did all these things in my name, but I never knew you. Right. Because you, you did them in my name. You thought, but you did them for yourself. Right. And that's what these people, that's what these people are doing and they're leading people away. So right. they're, what they're doing will get dealt with. Right. And it may get dealt with here on earth perfectly for them so they could repent. But, but if not, <laughs> that, yeah. but if not, they have an eternity to think about what they did and live like that. Right. A- additionally, like the people that they are leading, I always have a hope that they would just, somehow run into Jesus and understand that this is wrong, right? Because there's things that we believe in in our heart uh, and the way that we're taught, serving at our church, things that we hold fast to that we wouldn't necessarily, you know, force on other people, but highly recommended. 
and things that you just don't do things that you are not just don't do it like what's the value if you could stumble somebody mm. don't do it don't, just like you just don't do it because people are struggling with all kinds of things in their lives and the last thing we want to do is stumble people but also at the same time like you could be two types of witnesses you could be a witness for God or you could be a witness for, for the devil, mm. but you, you can't, you can't be in the middle. You're one or the other. Mm. And that line is, as loves that. oh yeah. And he that line that. is as clear as you, as, as you can imagine, because if there's any smidgen of doubt, you know where you're at. Right. Yeah. And if you, if you don't know if God, that's what God's word says, then read God's word. Cause Galatians two twenty and 21 says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless, for if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. And like as you go through Hebrews 7 and 8, um, it begins to talk about, how Jesus is, Jesus is the high priest, right? But Jesus is the high priest outside of the order of the Levitical priest and Aaron. He is the high priest from Melchizedek, which is, which is thought to be the Christophany mm -hmm. and uh, uh, a, a higher priest than the order that the Levites were called to, but separate from the two. So there's no doubt like this had nothing to do with the law. Mm. This had to do with the son of man. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, Hebrews is deep. Deep, 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 deep. Yes. And uh, when you when you read it and you and, and you and you start kind of you know reading your commentaries and you start to grasp like what is being said, like here what I read in chapter six about you know like I'm not saying that you can or cannot lose your salvation. Um, I I do believe personally like you're either saved or you're not, and there's no like you can lose anything because God isn't that God. He's yeah. very finite in everything that He's created. Right. But the difference is, to your point about, you know, all of technology and everything, it's what man has created and what man is doing with what God gave them to create. Right. Right. Same thing. You know, God's finite. Right. You're saved or you're not. And if you're not, you need to get right. Right. You need to get right. Yeah. But those people that are leading people away that they're saying that, oh, yeah, you can go sin all you want. And then all you do is just come back for a print. I, I personally don't think you're safe. And I'll, right. I'll flat out say I got nothing. I don't think you're safe. If you're doing that and you're acting that way, you do not understand what it costs. Right. Therefore, you can't appreciate what it means to be saved, and that's a transformation of the heart. That's a transfer from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh where you understand what it took for Jesus to die for your sins, and you never want to put him back up on that cross again, ever. You try your best. Right. Yeah, it's that willful decision, mm -hmm. willfully choosing to go against what God's word, or willfully choosing to water it down, willfully choosing to be a buffet style. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all... That's all man's choices, which is all sin, because Jesus had to come to free us and forgive us of those sins. Yeah. And thank God for that. Amen. Pray it out? Yeah. We good? Yeah, I think so. You? Yeah, I'm good. Dear Lord, we just thank you uh, for, again, another opportunity to, to talk about you, to, uh, to just sing your praises and, and to share about your, uh, the grace, mercy, and love that you've bestowed on us, Lord. And I pray that we don't. Uh, take such uh, for granted, Lord. I pray that we do anchor our uh, our hope uh, with your uh, anchor, Lord, that we, we set um, everything that we have and everything that we feel or think on you, Lord. We are 
we are saved, uh, but but not perfect, Lord. We we know that we will uh, have times of, of failure or stumbling, Lord, and uh, we know that we uh, will never be able to be snatched out of your hand, Lord, that you uh, protect us and guide us, Lord, that we uh, call on your name and, and that you... Uh, that you do save us upon that calling, Lord. But I pray that if it, there is anybody that is uh, cheapening uh, that, that is taking advantage or even willfully uh, choosing to go against what your spirit is convicting them of or telling them not to do, or even what your your word plainly says not to do, Lord, I pray that they uh, repent now and, and, and do so in a form of uh, making that complete U-turn and going the opposite direction of what they were doing, Lord, because we know that if it's our choices, if it's up to us, we're we would choose uh, our own selfish desires, and that that leads us to uh, eternal damnation, Lord. And I just pray that we can uh, be lights that lead people um, to you, that we don't uh, cause anyone to stumble with our words or our actions or uh, even things that um, we think or um, tend not to do, Lord, the things that we walk by and not do, Lord. I pray that we uh, can continue to, to serve you in a way that uh, honors and glorifies you, Lord. And, and I just pray for... Uh, all those that are listening, that uh, you just put your hedge of protection around us as as the times do get darker, as times do get uh, more uh, full of evil and wickedness, Lord, I pray that you use us to, to further your kingdom, to, to shed uh, that love and, and mercy on those that uh, you've bestowed on us. We just thank you for love and grace and mercy, but also, Lord, we just pray and thank you for, for saving us. We, we love you, we thank you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we.